0: Involve, solve, evolve. Welcome to Cloud Crunch, the podcast for any large enterprise planning on moving to or is in the midst of moving to the cloud, hosted by the cloud computing experts from Second Watch. Michael Elliott, Executive Director of Marketing, and Fred Bliss, CTO of All Things Data at Second Watch. And now, here are your hosts of Cloud Crunch.
1: Welcome back to a new season of Cloud Crunch. In this season, we're going to focus on AWS reInvent, the biggest cloud conference in the world, kicking off November 28th. Our intent is to enable you, the viewer, the opportunity to immerse yourself in how cloud has evolved since last year on topics like preparing and building a center of excellence, extracting data insights, managing a cloud native environment and data center evacuation. Joining me today is Jeff Collins, solutions manager here at Second Watch. Welcome to cloud crunch, Jeff.
0: Thank you, Michael. It's good to, uh, good to be here and good to talk to you this morning.
1: Absolutely. So the focus of this video cast is going to be barbarians at the gate. And don't confuse that with the movie about I think it's J.R. Reynolds, but it's more about addressing the real threats of securing your cloud environment. And those threats are a little unique and different than securing, you know, just your regular on-prem data center. So would like first question out of the gate is how have you seen that security landscape change from the data center into the cloud?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it, it's definitely evolved. I mean, I've, I've been doing this for probably, I uh, guess started back in 99 or 2000. And, you know, it started off as dedicated devices, I remember like Cisco Pix, and uh, Nokia running checkpoint devices, physical devices that you would build um, in a client's infrastructure. Um, and it's, it's evolved, you know, it's gone from that. It's, it's once virtualization kicked in, um, it's gone to more kind of those software based firewalls, um, that, that get deployed. And now with the advent of public cloud, not that it's new, um, you know, it's been around for a while now, um, getting into more of cloud native security products, um, where you don't have to worry about physical devices. The, the CSPs take care of, of, you know, managing the, the actual services and you're just basically setting up the same, type of um, firewall rules and security group rules and all that stuff um, but i would say holistically the the technology hasn't really changed it's still kind of that cat and mouse game between the security providers and um, the the folks that are in there trying to do malicious things in the, in the environment so from a high level it, it's 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 remained constant. It obviously has evolved, but I think the method of delivering the service has definitely changed over the years.
1: So from a CISO perspective, do you think the skill set then is still the same or has it evolved a little bit to understand how cloud service providers like AWS protect that environment and, and the responsibility you now have that you didn't have before?
0: Yeah, I would say it's probably a mix of both. I think obviously the technology has changed, so having to you know get away from physical devices and um, kind of evolve as the technology has, and, and be aware of how to operate within the within the public cloud space, um, that has definitely changed. Um, the kind of threat management technology that gets applied, like um, intrusion detection, intrusion prevention, file integrity monitoring, um, that has has kind of remained constant. Um, with the exception of you know the these threats are always changing right they're always evolving it's it's never going to end so trying to detect new threats and and figure out kind of what those threat patterns look like and then be able to um kind of uh, alert um end user as to what's going on and when to you know when when there is a a, a, an activity that that's malicious um and and you know what what steps are required to go remediate that so I, i would say it it it's definitely a mix of both and understanding the um uh, kind of the technical aspects of how to operate the security services within the cloud um is it has evolved and it's going to continue to do so
1: so as we think about how um initially the movement from on prem to cloud was around more lift and shift so a lot of what you talked about is they've taken over securing your vms and now it, it it's at uh the threat detection, but now as we start to look at cloud native applications and, and the movement of um, containerization and microservices, and you know how we're developing applications today, how has that changed? And what do CISOs and securities, what do they need to be thinking about?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it, and, and again, I think it comes down to the application itself. You know, how secure does it need to be? A lot of times you can check the box with the cloud native um, um, offerings. And sometimes you, you can't, and you have to kind of go up another step and add an additional layer. Like a lot of, a lot of especially when you get into the compliancy world, um, a lot of those requirements or those controls that you have to meet require a dedicated SOC. Um, if you're not familiar with the SOC, it's simply a security operations center where you've got security experts that are you know, constantly monitoring all the data that's flowing in and out of the cloud environments, um, mapping those to known threats and then sending out alerts or even vulnerabilities. So it's um, it, it's 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 ever evolving. And I think just kind of keeping up with all of those different changes, it, it represents a challenge, you know, sometimes. Um, the, um, the, the CSPs can provide services and, and, um, take care of that. And other times you need additional layers of security to, to meet whatever your, your business requirements are, especially if you get in, once you start getting into compliance.
1: Well, let's talk about, you know, when an attack, you know, the inevitable when an attack occurs. So what's the most important thing to do there?
0: Yeah. And it's all about visibility. And I would say there, there's two main, types of, of things that you have to look at. Obviously, the, the first one being um, any kind of um, virus or vulnerability um, or any kind of live, and I guess the second one being the, a live attack, right? So keeping that visibility into your environment, um, and you can do this both cloud natively or you can do it with, with add-on um, security products, but essentially just knowing what's going on in your environment in real time that can be anywhere from uh, or things like um loading agents into vms or instances um or monitoring uh, log um log ingestion tools like CloudTrail, for example um in real time and and kind of comparing that data that's constantly coming in to known threats um and then if if something malicious is picked up like it picks up on a on a pattern that um, should be looked at, creating alerts based on severity, how important it is. You know, is it something that's, you know, uh, SEV-1 and it's going to shut down your environment and it's, you know, it's kind of all hands on deck or is it something that, that um, can be remediated over, it's not quite as important, but it's something to look for, um, you know, maybe within a couple of hours it needs to be looked at and remediated. So classifying those different alerts as they come in is key. Um, so a lot of these products, even the cloud native or the add-on stuff, can uh, it, it can create a lot of noise for the end user. That's um, what gonna,
1: I was going to ask you. Yeah, yeah. All that noise that's created—how do you start to be able to, you know, see the trees from the forest type of scenario with all that noise and the alerting that's going to happen?
0: Yeah, and a lot of that, like especially if you're going through a, a, a separate security provider, um, a lot of that gets filtered out um, within the SOC or the or the SIM, as they call it, which is kind of the collection of. Um, Uh, Different software products that are doing all that scanning and and looking for those alerts. And then I would say the second part of that question would be uh, vulnerabilities. So, you know, a lot of times you might not have a virus or a a malware attack or um, a DDoS attack or something like that. But being able to scan those environments and look for vulnerabilities that could potentially become problematic um, is, is key as well. So I know in the last couple months, log 4j was a big one. There was one that came out probably two or three weeks ago called Maggie. Um, and if you don't have those, those types of, of visibility products in place to see what's going on, um, you, you won't know that you're infected or, or that, well, I wouldn't say infected. I would say you don't know that those potential vulnerabilities are there. And what that basically does is kind of open the, opens the door to a hacker to gain access to whatever, you know, wherever that vulnerability is, um, and and get in the and get in the cloud environment. So,
1: what are some examples of those tools that you referenced?
0: Um, so, I guess specific to um, the, the the big CSPs. Um, um, AWS Audit Manager, AWS Inspector, um, Guard Duty, uh, Microsoft Defender. Um, there, there's a whole slew of those and you kind of get into um, some of the add-on security products like Armor or Logic or CrowdStrike. Um, they, they all kind of have that those same uh, type of feature sets and, and it, it, it comes down to what they call um, MDR or uh, Managed Detection and Response. Um, they're all, they're all similar in terms of what they're what what they're doing they're essentially looking for the same type of vulnerabilities and also scanning um, for those known threats
1: excellent now next question you mentioned earlier in the in the video cast about compliancy now how do you see security relating to compliancy because you know as we look at you know, Financial, word, banking, word, you know, um, government entities. They look at healthcare, especially around compliance. How how do you look at security in the in the construct of ensuring compliance?
0: Yeah, I think they go hand in hand because uh, typically, with uh, you mentioned healthcare, so HIPAA, we can take that one for example. Um, to to maintain HIPAA compliance, you have to have um, you have to have the right security um, settings in, in place. Typically, that's going to require additional um, levels of security, and you need a you need your own SOC or have a some type of security service that that's um, integrated into your cloud platform that has a SOC, um, and also getting visibility into um, how your cloud environment is is performing against those HIPAA controls, for example. So there's a um, there's a product, and I guess the common term in the industry is CSPM or um, cloud security posture management. And essentially what that is, there, there's all kinds of different flavors, um, that are different vendors that, uh, that have, offer that, that type of service. You can get it cloud natively. You can get it, um, externally. It, it's basically a, a scan that runs in the cloud environment. And specific to HIPAA, it would, it would, it would bump those various known controls up against what's running in the environment. And if there's, um, as long as you're meeting those controls, it'll give you reporting that says, yes, you can here's your evidence to provide to your auditor, you're meeting these these specific controls um, and you're you're good to go. And if you're not, it it typically will provide remediation steps in terms of what you need to do to fix those issues. Um, And it's kind of an ongoing process because those those controls change over time. Um, And you wanna make sure that, especially in more dynamic environments as different uh, cloud resources um, get added into that environment that they're scanned, and you're and you're uh, meeting those those various controls. So I, I would so, say that they go they hand in hand.
1: So last question for you then, um, and this requires you a little bit of a crystal ball. And, and I asked it in a different way earlier around cloud native, but as as we continue to evolve and evolve rapidly into the cloud as we have, what do you think the future security is going to look like?
0: Yeah, it, it's evolving. I think especially, um, you know, what, what we've seen here at Zack and Watch is clients are, are, evol- are, they are evolving. You know, they, it's gone from the data center into the cloud. And a lot of times they'll do just kind of a one-to-one mapping, um, and, and essentially build what they had in the, in their data center within the cloud using, um, infrastructure, like, um, instances and VMs. But that's, that's shifting as well. Cause now you're kind of getting away from that three-tiered architecture into more of a, of a DevOps type of mentality where, you know, you're constantly releasing code. Um, you don't have to worry about the infrastructure so much. You, you start using containerization a, a lot more um, as well as, as serverless and more cloud-native products to essentially do the same thing that you were doing um, within that within the data center or the three-tiered architecture um, cloud na- uh, within the cloud itself. Um, but it, 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 it opens up the door to a lot more products and a lot more um, services that you can integrate um, to, to kind of enhance your business and make it more efficient. Um, you know, maybe you're you're processing some sort of transaction and you know through uh, serverless and, and containerization, you can you can increase that cycle time by you know a couple milliseconds and then at scale, you know, you're saving your company uh, millions of dollars a year. Um, but that also introduces more of a challenge on the security side. So now you don't necessarily have a, an agent that you can go load on a, on a VM or an instance. You're monitoring log traffic and right. in, in certain cases you have to inject that security code in your pipeline and make sure that it's, you know, before your, your code goes into production that, uh, that the code is scanned, and you know, just kind of like you would with an agent. Um, it, it's looking for those known threats, and if there's nothing that's there, then you're good. You can put the code in into production, and that's like a continuous cycle. So that that's a little bit different than than what um, what has been done uh, historically. So and, and just keeping up with all those different technologies too. That's that's a challenge knowing how things operate because you know, it is a little different. It's um, and it's it's only going to keep changing and evolving over time.
1: So I think that's that's kind of always the challenge is keeping up with the evolving technology as it relates to cloud. So Jeff, I want to thank you for joining us today to discuss Barbarians at the Gate. Any final words of advice for the attendees of reInvent?
0: Yeah, I would, I would say just, um, you know, when you're, when you're out at reInvent, um, you know, they always like to announce everything there. <laughs> so it can be kind of daunting to, to keep up with it, but um, yeah, I guess specific for security, just you know any any kind of new enhancements or because there any kind of feature sets that are coming out, just things to be aware of. Um, I'm sure they will they'll make a, a big deal of uh, of any security related um, announcements as they as they come out as they always do. Um, but just you know if you're out there and, and you want to have conversations around security, by all means we'll be there obviously. so, we're happy to, to talk to you um, and if there's something that we can help you in the security realm if it's if it's anything from doing assessments to um, kind of more what we do on on our on my side uh, in terms of managing environments and applying managed security or cloud native security products kind of on an ongoing basis by all means uh, let us know we'd love to talk to you
1: well I want to thank our audience for listening to our show this video cast is intended to add value to any large enterprise that is planning to or moving to the cloud, or just currently focus on leveraging the value of the cloud, send your comments or suggestions to cloudcrunch at secondwatch.com. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to Cloud Crunch with Michael Elliott and Fred Bliss. For more information, check out the blog, secondwatch.com forward slash cloud dash blog or reach out to Second Watch on Twitter and LinkedIn.